0: In Mark chapter 12, beginning with verse 28, And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. When that scribe, that religious expert, that biblical scholar posed that question to Jesus, it was in the context of, the final week of his life on earth, before he would be crucified, as he taught in the temple day by day and had group after group and person after person come to him, asking questions, not seeking knowledge in many instances, but trying to trap him, trying to catch him up in a religious debate. Yet the question that this particular scribe posed was one that was often discussed among Jewish teachers, not just here. You see the law of Moses by some counts contains over 600 different direct commands that need to be kept so many Jewish rabbis often engaged in talking about how to determine what are the greatest commands what are those that are most important to keep for the purposes of, of teaching and emphasis but also just for the purposes of when two different rules might seem like they've got some tension for each other how do you decide what the best thing to do is in difficult situation. So as this question got asked to Jesus, it was a question that people had. It was a question that people often would try to consider, and Jesus answered it well, because Jesus reached back to the Shema, as it's known. That's Hebrew, for the first word that he quoted there, Here, A word which in Hebrew means to not just have the sound waves bounce off your eardrums, but to comprehend and to obey what is said. And in Deuteronomy chapter 6, Moses gave there that command to hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And as it's translated into English from the Greek here, the command is to love God with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind and all our strength. What he's saying in essence, is everything that makes us who we are our thoughts and emotions what makes us alive and everything that's a part of our lives everything that we own all the skills and opportunities that we have everything that makes us who we are we are to love god with it jesus says that more than any other command that is the most important but then he tacks on another two. He reaches back to Leviticus chapter 19 and quotes that we should love our neighbors as ourselves. He says, those two commands, those mean more than any. Those are the ones that are most important for us to keep. But I think it's important that we appreciate what Jesus meant by that. Because when Jesus said that, He wasn't saying you can then disregard every other command that scripture contains, because I think sometimes we get that impression that that's what Jesus came to do, that the problem with the old law was that there were just too many rules. There's no way anybody could keep it. So Jesus came and he got rid of all the rules and he made things a lot simpler. So you just love God, love people, and you're good to go. But that's really not the meaning here. And to attest to that, simply look at the fact that if you count out the number of rules, the number of imperatives, the number of direct commands in the New Testament, you come up with a thousand. There's even more commands across the New Testament, which is considerably shorter than the Old Testament, than there was in the Law of Moses to begin with. So this isn't just saying you can get rid of all those other rules. All those other rules don't matter. What it's saying is what God is trying to teach What God intended to get across through those commands he gave, what he's trying to show us how to do is how to love him and how to love other people. And if that's our focus, if that's what we're pursuing, then we're going to keep those other commands by the very nature of that. You see, we can't say like, oh, well, Jesus said the greatest command is to love God, and I do, so I don't worry about that church stuff. No, the reason the church exists, the reason that Sunday morning assemblies exist is for us to come together and express our love and thankfulness to God. It's not an either or. We can't choose to love God and then just ignore the rest of what scripture says. Loving God is what brings it all together. It's what makes sense of it all. And when we find ourselves in those difficult places where there's not a clear cut yes or no, and we've got to use our God-given discernment to decide what to do, we come back to, does this love God with all that we are? Does this love our neighbor as ourselves? And God will use that to show us the way forward. Jesus not only answered that so very well when asked that question so incredibly clearly, he lived it too. When you look at Jesus' life, as it's revealed to us here in Mark's gospel, as it's revealed to us across all the gospels, he is the living embodiment of somebody who loves God, with all that he is, and who loved other people as himself. If we are going to really know Jesus, if we are going to truly be followers of Jesus, we have to let him tell us what's most important. We need to wake up every day. We need to walk into every situation with all that we are, seeking to love God and to love others.